Good afternoon, everybody. So uh, yesterday I found out that a friend of mine, an old Talmud who became a Chaver over the years, uh, had to have brain surgery uh, in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, he happens to have wrote a beautiful Sefer a number of years ago. His name is Rabbi Simcha Lauer, and he wrote this, wrote this Sefer called Learning the News. So I took it off the shelf and I started reading it. Very, very beautiful, uh, beautiful thing. So I thought it was a chus for, for Shalema, for Simcha Yitzchak ben Mirala Liatka. We should... Uh, Maybe I'll share with you a piece from his uh, from his sefer. The piece is about the uh, requirement to yearn for the coming of Mashiach uh, and uh, what the halachic requirement is, what that involves in terms of yearning for the coming of Mashiach. So uh, this is something that's certainly built into the Jewish psyche to uh, to a great extent, as it should be. You know, there are people that sign rental agreements. He points out in Eretz Yisrael, where uh, where when you rent an apartment, it will say, but when Mashiach comes, you have 60 days to vacate the premises, and then uh, you know. To, to, to give it over to the to the rightful owner, or uh, you know, they say that of Levi Yisroel uh when he made a chasna for his son, it said that the wedding will take place in Yerushalayim, but if Mashiach hasn't yet arrived, then it will take place in Berdichev. And uh, this is uh, they say that uh, he quotes that uh, Shmuel Salant when he would say when he would daven Shmuel Esrei every day before he would say as Semach David, he would pause, he would look to the right, to the left, and then he would daven for the coming of Mashiach. And Talmidim said, well, why do you pause before a Semach David? I have to make sure he didn't come. I want to say Brachel Vatala. So he would open his eyes to make sure in both directions that he wasn't there, that it shouldn't be a brach levatala. Rav Salvechik uh, points out in, uh, in, in, in uh, his uh, commentary, well, he didn't write the commentary, but in his uh, giving of the commentary to the Kinos, that uh, Minag Yisrael, for all the years, was that we used the Kinos and Tishbab, and then we put him in Shemus. It was always a soft-covered thing, and you put it away, and that was it, and you would never take it back, because you assume that you're not going to need it uh, the following year. We've uh, heard uh, Moreno of Shechter Shlita say, around the time of the three weeks that he feels that he doesn't uh, know the halacha so well because he never learns them in advance because he assumes that they're not going to be uh, relevant uh, each and every year. That that should be built into the way to our uh, attitude. Of course, most famously, uh, the story they tell about Ramesha Feinstein that Rabbi Tendler Zechernel of Racha used to say that when Ramesha needed a certain procedure, he needed a pacemaker uh, installed when he was uh, in his older years, so he was refusing to do it, even though the doctor said he needed to do it. And uh, Rabbi Tendler pushed him, why, why, why doesn't he want to do what the doctors say. You, know, you have to listen to what the doctors say. So uh, Ramesha said, because he knows that when Mashiach comes, he's probably going to be one of the one of the people chosen to sit in the Sanhedrin, and he can't be a Balmum if he's going to sit in the Sanhedrin, so he has to uh, he has to be kosher to sit in the Sanhedrin. Uh, despite his great anivos, he, he he didn't, maybe he didn't realize he was the top one of the post but he figured he's top, he one of the top 70, or 71 of uh, you know, of the Chachamim of his uh, of his generation. They say Rav have had a problem with that story because he said he was a Zakin Muflug and a Zakin Muflug is not allowed to sit on the Sanhedrin anyway. So, uh, but uh, but anyway, so uh, so where does this Chiv come, come from? So the Gemara tells us that one of the, the Gemara Masech Shabbos that tells us about the six questions that were going to be asked. La one of them is Tzipisa Li Yeshua. Were you Mitzapa Li Yeshua? Were we hoping for? Were we yearning for Yeshua? The Smak explains that that's uh, really built into the first of the Ten Commandments. Is why do we have to remember that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim? It was for a plan. It was because there's good, there was a gula and there will be a gula. We're supposed to remind ourselves that we're supposed to yearn for that gula. And of course, most famously, the Rambam in the twelfth of the Yikare Ha'emuna says that we have to uh, believe in Mashiach, and not only believe in Mashiach, but we have to yearn for Mashiach. And if we don't do that, then a person is not bikaris in the uh, in the uh, the opinion of the Rambam, which is what Klal Yisrael Paskins like. Not only that, the era of uh, of Yimosa Mashiach. Uh, 
is going to be one where everyone is going to recognize HaKadosh uh, Baruch So if a person is not yearning for Mashiach, it means he's very comfortable living in a world where not everybody recognizes HaKadosh Baruch that he's perfectly happy with the level of Chilul Hashem that exists, a, a lack of a recognition of Hashem's presence in the world. So part of the reason to yearn for Mashiach is to yearn for, we have to know what we're yearning for. What is it that we're looking for? What is it that we're waiting for? So Mashiach is going to be some of the Ramam writes who's going to be a big tzaddik who has uh, the Ruach of Hashem and his uh, goals are going to be to bring back the Malchus based David and to uh, have a Kibbutz Golios and the Livno Slam Beis HaBechira to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash and the Navi tells us that he's going to bring peace to the whole world and it's going to increase devotion to the Rebun Shalom. So all of those things are things that we're supposed to yearn for each and every day. In fact, the Ritva writes in Mesechus Tainus and Davlamenum Beis that there will be two stages of Tchias HaMesim. That at first, when they rebuild the Beis HaMikdash, it's, uh, it's only going to be, there's going to be Tchias HaMesim only for those who are Mitzapali Yeshua. But then later, there's going to be a Tchias HaMesim at the end of the Yemos Mashiach for everybody else as well. Ravari Tzvi Frumer, the Rashiva of Chachmei Lublin, uh, the author of Chuvas Eretz Tzvi, writes that that's the explanation of the Bracha of Nachem, is that we say that Hashem is going to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash with Eish. What does it mean that He's going to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash with Eish? Eish represents a certain passion, that when people passionately yearn for uh, the coming of Mashiach, that's going to bring about, that's going to fuel the actual rebuilding of the, uh, of, of the, the Beis HaMikdash. As so the Chavetz Chaim said that the uh, earlier generations, you know, sometimes a person's going to think the earlier generations weren't able to bring Mashiach. How are we possibly going to be able to bring Mashiach? Because you mean the Sadorus were not nearly on the Madrega. And he says that they were so much further away. It would have taken so much more work for them to do it. We don't, the, 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 we don't have so much work to do because we're so much closer to, uh, to the Yimosa Mashiach. In fact, Kodesh Baruch Hu tells Yaakov Avinu that his children are going to be like the Afar, they're going to be like the dirt of the earth, and then uh, Faratzda, they're going to go in all directions, east, west, north, south, they're going to, they're going to expand. So the Sforno explains that it's Dafka when we're at the lowest of the low, when we're in a very low place, that Hashem is going to give us that uh, ability to burst forth in, uh, and, and have this tremendous amount of, of growth, and we're going to see that that's how the, uh, the ultimate Geula is going to, uh, is going to unfold. Briskarov used to say that it's not enough. What does it mean to be Mitzapel Yeshua? It's not enough to say, to say the words, I want Mashiach to come. You know, we want Mashiach now. That's not Mitzapel Yeshua. Mitzapel Yeshua means what are you doing about it? They have to do something about it. You have to learn more Torah. You have to increase your Shemir Samitzvos with the goal of, uh, of bringing Mashiach. Rivizek Zilberstein doesn't like that when people say in a sarcastic tone, yeah, Mashiach will come before that happens. What do you mean? Mashiach, if you really believe that Mashiach is coming, so you shouldn't, that shouldn't be a, a voice of sarcasm. It should be something that, uh, that a, person, a person really uh, really believes in and is a reality for a person. Afal Pikain, it doesn't inform our, the, our belief in Mashiach doesn't inform our present day decision making. Meaning, if let's say you had a case, or if Zilberstein has a case where someone uh, needed a surgery and doctors told him if he doesn't get the surgery he's going to die within 10 years. He could live for a while but he's going to die within 10 years. So the fellow said, 10 years, Mashiach's sure going to get here by then. So like, uh, I, don't, I don't need the surgery. So Zilberstein asked Rav Yashif if it's a good cheshman, such a balamuna. So Rav Yashif said, no, it's idiotic. I mean, uh, they, he, has to, he has to get the surgery. You have to, there's a mitzvah to live and to, to, to do whatever you can for your health and to stay healthy. And you have to live up to that mitzvah. You have to do that. But Afal Pikain, Afal Pikain, there are certain ways that a person can uh, still demonstrate that within the uh, one's behaviors. For example, Rav Zilberstein said that someone was a shepherd, owned a, a herd of sheep, so he should demonstrate his anticipation for Mashiach by marking the birth dates of each animal. Because uh, if we have to bring Karm Pesach this year, you're going to need to know what's a Ben Shana. You're going to need to know uh, which animals are the right age for the right carbon. So why not? What do you lose by doing 
doing that to mark off so that you know that uh, so that you're, it's, a, it's an active way of showing that uh, that you're hoping for Mashiach. Or similarly, Rav, uh, Rav uh, Shmuel first from Chicago said that uh, even though Ramesha held that when you go, let's say you you you, you uh, take a trip somewhere, Ramesha held every time you go on a plane, Ben Shkomel. So every time you go on a plane in each direction, so Ramesha held no, no. When you come back, I mean, if you're going away for a week, uh, uh, so you're going away, uh, you know, you go out, so you're flying from here to uh, whatever to California, let's say. So you're going for a few days. You come back. When you come back, you bench Gomel. When you finish the round trip, you bench Gomel. So Rabbi first from Chicago pointed out that Ramesha held. But yeah, but if you're going to Eretz Yisrael, you don't wait till you come back to bench Gomel. You bench Gomel when you get there because you hope that there's never going to be a return trip. The idea is that uh, that you plan on staying there. Elamai, if uh, Mashiach doesn't come and there has to be a return trip, there will be a, restur- a return trip. So he actually held that. He said that the Ramesha held that way. Halacha Lamaisa uh, in Shulchan Aruch it says that every Jew should always feel a certain sar over the loss of the base of Mikdash, and the Mishaburah said that's why Lahalacha before benching you're supposed to say Al Naros Bavel on weekdays and on Shabbos and Yom Tov you're supposed to say Shira Malos. In fact, the Gemara says a person, uh, even though we, we're Mitzapel Yeshua and we hope for Yeshua, the Gemara Masech Sanhedrin Dafsadi Zayin says that we're not supposed to be Mechashiv Esakets. We're not supposed to uh, make calculations about when Mashiach is uh, has to come or must come by. That's never ended well for Klal Yisrael when people did that. Uh, however, one of the ways that we prepare is to learn the proper things also. The Chavetz Chaim started a Kolol Kachim, not just because he thought that Kachim was a Mace Mitzvah that nobody was learning, but because he felt that what's going to happen, the Beis HaMikdash, is going to give us a Beis HaMikdash, and we're going to say, thank you so much. Now what do we do with it? We have no idea what to do with this thing. Uh, so we have to know what to do with this thing. We have to know how to bring the Karbanos. We have to know how to do the Avodah. So that's all part of the uh, the preparation for the coming of Mashiach. So again, all these different Torah uh, should be L'zchusr for Shalem or for Simcha Yitzchak, Rav Simcha Yitzchak Ben Mirolali Liatka. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.